0: Hi, this is Michelle Hoskin, and this is a very short um, collection of ideas that I've picked up over the years of ways that financial planning firms can optimize their clients' experience in order to create a five-star, almost Michelin-star way of dealing with clients. So I'm going to literally just talk through all of my ideas, um, and hopefully you can capture them as they go and re-listen and share amongst your team as you need to. So here goes. Think about collecting clients and guests to your office from the station. Don't let them get taxis or arrange a taxi for them. Valet their car while they're in a meeting with you. Put up a car sign outside the office to welcome them and their guests. If it's raining, meet them in the car with an umbrella that's branded in your company logo. Put the the umbrella in an umbrella bag and if they don't have an umbrella to take away with them, give them their umbrella to take home. Have a smell machine in the office to make sure that certain scents are right as actually they walk through the office. Make that smell calming and relaxing. Have candles that actually match the smell of the smell machine and give them as gifts to clients as they actually have a long-term relationship with you. Celebrate key anniversaries, not just their birthdays and, and anniversaries for their husbands and wives, but key dates in their journey with you. An idea would be to actually celebrate when they first had their first financial planning meeting. It's a massive milestone and the likelihood is that it was one that they actually really enjoyed. Think about having a video from the business owner that is played in reception when they join and come into the office. Often, as firms get bigger, clients don't get access to or get to see the person that actually established the business. If it's raining, have a selection of towels ready in the bathroom so that they can freshen up, dry up, possibly a hairdryer, maybe some disposable toothbrushes, disposable hairbrush and just maybe some toiletries just so that they can freshen up prior to the meeting. Ask clients if they'd like to involve any other third parties in any negotiations, meetings or follow-up conversations. These could be sisters, they could be brothers, family members, sons or any significant partners in their actual planning relationship. Have proper towels in the bathrooms, no paper towels, have a proper bin that's got a sealed lid, have proper soap, nice toilet paper. I know this sounds crazy, but most firms just have the bog standard, just everyday toilet paper. Have nice toilet paper. Keep the bathroom tidy. Don't have it as a store cupboard for mops, buckets, or even those ladies' private and personal things that really nobody wants to see. Look around your office, look for chipped wall paint, woodwork, just mess on the floor, weeds at the back door as they walk into the office. Do the walk around the office and walk around from the car park or the station into your office. In your main office or any subsequent meeting rooms, don't use it as a storage place for old pictures, old computers, just boxes of just general stuff that needs to be archived or destroyed. If clients have children, consideration here is to offer for them to bring the children in and allocate maybe an administrator or somebody in your office to keep that child busy whilst mum and dad basically take care of their own financial planning. Have a selection of crayons, pencils, sticker books, anything that will keep the child busy while the mum and dad are in a meeting with their advisor. This helps to make sure that the mums and dads can get in at a time that's more convenient and therefore will speed things up for the advisor. If a client has visited before, just maybe say, would you like an Earl Grey again? Would you like a smoothie again? Would you like tea with one again? Just be familiar and remember the small details. Back to the office clutter, just take a walk around your office and see. Look at clear desk policies. Look at implementing these as ideas that you can keep the workspace and the work environment clear, not just for clients and guests, but also for the employees in your team. Have matching crockery, napkins, have cups and saucers, nice spoons, nice sugar pots, milk jugs, teapots. Don't just give them a mug that you picked up from co- some conference or other. Have it matching, nice glasses, all that match. Ask if they have any dietary requirements and if that client is coming in during a lunch time or a breakfast time, maybe lay on some croissants for them, some danishes, just so that they can nibble, just some snack bars or even have some fruit even if they don't want to, ask anyway. We have approximately seven seconds to make an impression, and that's if it's a good day. So think about the welcome into the office. Who welcomes them? Is it a smiley, cheery person that you want to represent your company really well? Look at the reception area. Are there magazines? Is there clutter again? Think about every aspect of your business environment and how that might look when somebody has been welcomed into it. Maybe introduce them to key members of the team, enhancing that client journey, making sure that they can meet the people that are going to be dealing with them and their financial planning requirements as their journey develops. Just work on the basis that nothing is just too much trouble. Anything you can do to help serve that client, make that environment a lot more hospitable, will go down well with clients and guests in your office. If you're in a meeting for longer than 45 minutes, have it your policy that somebody, ideally the person who's in charge of hospitality, comes into your meeting room, just maybe slightly knocks, and asks, would you like any more refreshments? This gives a great opportunity to have a break in the meeting, refreshment break, toilet break, just a way of actually just giving a break to the meeting. When clients are being invited into a meeting, ask if they'd like to invite anybody else into the meeting. It could be their spouse, their partners, it could be key family members or just some family friends. Consider audio recording the meetings so that actually those that can't be there are also involved and can actually listen to an audio. Don't be scared of doing that. Think about when you prepare documentation, meeting summaries and financial plans. Ask them about the size of font. Ask if they'd like it audio recorded, so that actually if they're partially sighted, particularly with the older clients, this is a great way of really involving them in the process. Also ask if they would like you to send a copy of the documentation to any significant third parties. Think about having a selection of magazines that the client can read that actually is of their interest. It might be golf, sailing, farming, it could be anything. But have those magazines and maybe when they're welcomed in reception, just say we have a magazine there for you while you wait. Another thought here is actually clients often arrive at offices and arrive for meetings maybe in a bit of a fluster, they might have been late, they might have been caught in traffic. Always have it your policy just to give them a few moments and obviously this is explained to them by the receptionist to say we'll just give you a few moments to gather your thoughts. The advisor can then join the meeting slightly later just to give them the idea of actually a calm environment. Consider giving the clients a folder of some description so that they can keep all their documents, maybe a safekeeping file that's got your company logo on that they can take away with them. Possibly consider setting up an online file system for them if your back office or CRM system doesn't give them this functionality. Think about giving them weekly updates, maybe just client happy calls as we call them throughout the journey of their relationship with you. As their business is being processed on a Friday, either a text, a quick message or a voice note, just in order to keep the clients updated. There should never be a reason that a client calls in the office. When you book a meeting, ensure that the next meeting is confirmed and booked in the diary. It keeps continuation of that journey for a client. doesn't matter if you book it and then you have to reschedule it. It's much easier for you to book a meeting and reschedule it rather than have to try and get it in the diary in the first place. During my own financial planning journey, I had a lot of documents that needed signing. The advisor, as probably a standard practice, sent all the documents over to me. But actually, it would have been so much easier for them to project manage the coordination of the documents being signed and sent them directly to those interested parties, such as trustees, etc. It just meant that I didn't have any time, I didn't have the expertise, and I didn't know what needed signing by who. It would have been so much easier for the advisor to liaise directly with those that needed to sign the paperwork. If you're dealing with a busy business owner, always think about actually liaising with their secretary, PA or executive assistant in order to coordinate their diary. The reason they have these people professionally on hand to offer support and guidance is because they need them personally, which means if you can utilise their professional resources in the area of administration or exec assistant, it definitely helps the clients, particularly those busy business owners who are trying to get appointments in the diary. If documents need returning after being signed, why not go and send a courier to collect these documents? It will absolutely save time and effort on the client's part, all enhancing the client experience. Think about the smells in the office. We talked about the smell machine earlier, but don't cook in an office, don't have smelly foods when there's client meetings. There's no need to be putting a Rustler's burger in the microwave 10 minutes before a client walks in the office there's absolutely no need. Think about the smells. Appeal to all five senses when a client or guest comes into your office. Keep the kitchen and toilet doors closed at all times. Make sure there's nothing broken in the office. Toilet handles, chairs, door handles, anything that looks amiss in an office will be picked up instantly by a client. And think about it, if a client sees that a toilet roll holder is hanging off in the toilet that you can't be bothered to actually fix it, what chance have they got of having confidence and trust in your ability to get them through the most probably exciting and complicated life journey? Again, consider the external environment of the office. Look around the car park for, for litter, for weeds, for broken paving stones. Don't let a client trip over a step, which you know is a danger hazard. Make sure the signage and the directions to your office or meeting room are clearly marked out. You don't want clients being frustrated because they can't find where you are, which will often make them late for the meeting. Consider a concierge welcome. Walk into any hotel, your preference, the places that you love to hang out and places you love to stay. Think of the welcome that you get and where you make are made to feel totally welcome and special in that environment. Have a menu for drinks and snacks and have a well-stocked fridge in your meeting room. Think about the dress code of your office. It's not necessarily vital that the staff and you wear smart suits when it's a non-client or non-guest day. But consider the dress code for your office. If you have clients that are in a very creative space, media relations, art and design, for example, maybe even theatre or television, people maybe wearing suits might be inappropriate or out of place. So think about your dress code. And actually, a point, it's actually okay to have a dress code. I have advisors phoning me all the time saying, but is it okay for me to tell the team what to wear? Of course it is. This is your company image and company brand on the line. Consider arranging family meetings. You'll often find that a client's biggest concern is the generations that will be following them behind, their children, their concerns over can their children manage money, can their children manage debt when they go to university. Consider arranging family meetings to discuss the area of financial planning. Personally my mum and dad never taught me about money luckily I'm quite good with money and I can manage money but some people do not talk to this to their clients sorry to their family members their children about things like this consider how you might add value by doing this when you have a meeting with a client cons- consider confirming to them how much time has been allocated for that meeting. This will help if you do this in advance, it will help them put maybe a ticket on the car, for example, or put a certain amount of time in the car parking. It will also mean that they can plan their day much better. Most advisers confirm that meetings, the date and the time, but very few actually confirm how long has been allocated or how long you advise to be allocated for that meeting. If clients are coming into London or coming to meet you and they've travelled some distance, why not consider booking them in for breakfast or for a lunch at a nice restaurant for them and their partner if they're travelling together. Do your homework on your clients or guests that are coming into your office. There's never been an easier time to find out information, whether it be on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. They may even have a MySpace page, YouTube channels. Consider finding out who they are, their interests, their likes, their dislikes. This will give you total rapport and an opportunity to explore areas that you may not have ever delved into discussing. If they have parked in your car park or a car park close by, Ask them towards the end of the meeting, would you like me to arrange to have your car brought round? If if they have car par- parked in a car park close where they've had to pay parking, maybe ask them if they can actually if you would like them to put more money on their car parking ticket, therefore not to disturb the meeting. Always remember a client's name and the names of their nearest and dearest and any key or client events that's happening in their life. It's really important that we remember the little things that are important to those who are most important to us. If in the financial planning process you have allocated or planned for certain key milestones such as buying the car of their dreams, going on a world around the world tour or even a cruise, why not pop in to get the brochures of those appropriate things to keep that client on track? Send them to them to remind them that these things are still in their mind and are still key things to achieve. Why not host a private dinner party for your clients and their families? If you can, you can often reserve private dining areas in the nicest of restaurants. It's always nice to get to know their extended family and friend circle. Whatever you do in a meeting, finish strong. Strong strong handshake, a strong confirmation of what's going to happen next and details of the next step. Don't leave a client hanging wondering what's going to happen after the meeting. Walk them out of the building, walk them to their car. Just see them out of the building, don't just leave them at the lift or the elevator. Show them that you care that they've arrived safely in their vehicle or wherever, but just show them out of the office. If clients are traveling by taxi, why not set up a taxi account so that when you actually arrange a taxi for a client, they don't have to pay for it themselves. It's already been paid. It's certainly a wow moment when I and myself have gotten taxes and I've gone to pay and the taxi driver has said, don't worry, it's been put on the account. It's a total wow moment, a moment of they've got me safely to my destination. Remember passport and driving license expiry dates. Have application forms for both in your office. Make sure that you're accountable. Own up before they find out that something's gone wrong. Maybe an application's been sent to the wrong place. They've been sent a bit of paperwork that they shouldn't have been. Own up before that actually even happens. Have seasonal fruit and fresh flowers in the office. There's nothing more refreshing and enlightening than walking in to a very bright, very breezy, lovely smelling and well-stocked office. Think about the quality of the paper that you use for both internal and external communication. Have printed logos on your envelopes and obviously make sure that any company literature is consistent. People like to see that consistency is at the heart of what you do. Rather than using just a franking machine, consider customising the franking stamp. You can even have personalised stamps made, so in the company logo or the company brand. Consider extending the gifts idea to children or grandchildren that you know are very important to them. Children love gifts at Christmas probably a little bit more than the clients that you have do. Think about your auto responders on emails. Make sure that they're not just the bog-standard autoresponder. I am on holiday, please contact. Maybe look to expand that autoresponder to say that your email is very important to us, that you're sorry that you're not in the office at this moment, but you're spending time with your family as it's approaching the holidays. Think about making it quirky, unique, and in your company style. So that's all from me. I can't think of any more. But if I do, watch this space for further ideas, further tips, further tricks, which hopefully you can enhance and make an amazing client experience. But remember, don't just focus on your clients. Think about your internal clients as well. How could you make their environment, their working conditions and their role and their experience of working with you as their employer just absolutely second to none? I hope this has been helpful. For any further information, please contact us. You can reach me at michelle at standardsinternational.co.uk or you can follow us on Twitter at LittleMissWow with a double W at the end or on Facebook or on LinkedIn. I look forward to connecting and continuing this conversation. Bye.